Welcome to Business Line Podcasts. This is Chitra Narayanan here taking you through the changes at the Advertising Standards Council of India. This is a self-regulatory industry body that keeps an eye on misleading ads and fraudulent claims. Veteran ad man Subhash Kamat, who leads BBH and Publicis Worldwide India, has just taken charge as the new chairman of the industry watchdog. When ASCII was first set up 35 years ago, it was easier to keep an eye on ads as platforms were limited. But in the digital era where ads pop up just about everywhere, on your mobile, on social media, on OTT platforms, it is quite challenging to monitor and regulate them. Also, a new development has been the creation of the Central Consumer Protection Authority by the Ministry of Consumer Affairs, which presumably will have more teeth to regulate ads. Let's find out from Mr. Kamath how ASCII is going to monitor and check ads in this environment. Welcome to Business Line Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I must say congratulations on taking over as the chairman of uh, the Advertising Standards Council of India. Thank so, you. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, so you take over at a very interesting time. It's, it's a time when the Ministry of Consumer Affairs has also set up a consumer protection authority. It's almost like now there are two watchdogs. Are uh, I mean, is there room for two such bodies? Are you going to work together? Yes, of course. See, you must understand that both the CCPA that's been set up and ASCII are actually working towards two simple objectives, right? One is protection of consumer interest, and the second is responsible advertising. So, from an alignment of objectives perspective, there is no uh, conflict at all. In fact, the guidelines also that the CCPA have uh, released recently are very much in align with the uh, ASCII guidelines as well. So I think we are both working for the same cause. We would love to partner them. If you see in even countries like the US, uh, the government has the has constituted the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, or for example, Office of Fair Trading, OFT in UK, and similar in, in Australia. And each of these countries also have very strong and successful self-regulatory bodies that work together with the government to ensure responsible advertising and protection of uh, consumer interests. So I don't see why we can't do that here. We've always had a very good relationship with the government in the past. We work very closely with the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting, Ministry of Ayush, and the Consum- Department of Consumer Affairs as well. We had a MOU with them for five years. So it's not in conflict. We are both working towards the same objectives. And we'd love to partner the CCPA as well because we have the experience and the guidelines and the processes already in place. Now, with the proliferation of so many platforms, I mean, there's OTT, there's digital, there's like a plethora of new platforms where you can advertise on. So you need a million pairs of eyes literally to be an effective regulator. How are you coping with that challenge? That's true. That's true. Uh, there is a lot of dynamic changes happening on the media front uh, and, and that really is quite a challenge for us. We have recently partnered with TAM, if you know, uh, to add the monitoring of digital platforms to the already tracked print and television under NAMS for identifying potentially misleading advertisements. Uh, currently, we've started to focus on three categories, uh, which, which accounted for most of the complaints last year, almost 80%. Which is food and beverages, healthcare, and education sectors, right? Uh, so the service with CAMS will monitor almost 3,000 digital platforms 
including search, video and display ads, etc., which currently covers about 75% of digital ad spends, right? The challenges in the social media ads, which are gated, all right, how do we monitor those? And the challenge will be in terms of, uh, in the digital world, in social, you can, a lot of advertising is also presented as content. So how much of that can come under the ASCII mandate and how do we monitor that? Those are challenges that I'm going to be looking into. Right now, these three categories have already started. Hopefully, we'll add more, uh, like news portals, astrology, autom automobiles, etc., etc. We'll keep continuing to add uh, more categories into our monitoring of, on the digital platform as well. So you have an important ally in the form of the consumer. I, I mean, uh, a lot of your uh, actually the complaints come through the consumer. So yes. how are you empowering the consumer to take more action? So over the over the years, we've, we've uh, actually expanded uh, the methods in which the consumer can reach out to us, right? Uh, many years ago, there was only our website and people had to write physical letters with their complaints. Today, there is an app they can download on their phones and reach out, reach out to us through the app. We have created a WhatsApp uh, interface where people can just send us, if they see an app, they can click a picture and immediately send it to us or just text it uh, to our Facebook page. So we've, we've expanded our outreach quite a bit. We need to do a lot more, especially in the digital world, so that people realize that they can reach out to us in many different ways. Has the uh, pandemic increased the proliferation of misleading ads? I mean, we've seen a lot of uh, immunity-boosting products, and now, right, I mean, right. we've seen, yeah, so has that increased your challenge? So, number of misleading ad complaints have actually gone down during the pandemic period compared to the normal time of last year, simply because the amount of advertising has come down, right, during this mm -hmm. period, newspapers, etc., etc., etc. Having said that, within that, the specific uh, products and ads uh, pertaining to COVID-related claims uh, have obviously been quite a few. We've processed almost 450 such complaints across about 238 or 240 ads uh, that we've actually. And uh, as per our agreement with the Ministry of Ayush, we have contacted the government with all about 238 of them and we've sent it to them. So looking through some of the advertisements that ASCII has pulled up in the past, I mean, it seems that, you know, big MNCs to small local enterprises, all of them are equal offenders. Isn't that a bit surprising? I mean, you would assume that big firms would have, you know, certain standards or do you find that such claims come from all quarters? Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, very much across all quarters. And uh, see, creativity at the end of the day, doesn't want any boundaries, right? So we've got to constantly regulate and give them guidelines. And these are the lines you don't cross, right? But whether it's multinational companies or Indian companies or Indian entrepreneurs, all of them want to create advertising that will help sales. And, and we just have to make sure that our guidelines are going across all products and all categories. And that's what we do. Uh, so, so I don't think there is any uh, issue about whether multinationals shouldn't be you know, coming under that or whether it's Indian ads that are doing more flaunting of the guidelines and things like that. So I think it's flaunting of the guidelines. So it's fairly an equal thing. I don't think there's any such, you know, differentiation between the type of businesses. It's the type of claim and what constitutes misleading, what doesn't. That is always under discussion. Which is why you need robust processes where 
these things can be debated intellectually by an equal representation from civil society as well as the industry. They put our, their heads together. The Consumer Complaints Committee is a very mature com, uh, committee. And before passing out a ruling, that's when they come out with, uh, after a lot of discussion they come and deliberation, they come out with a ruling whether the complaint should be upheld or not. And that's part of the process. Thank you so much, Subhash. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Chitra. It's been a pleasure.